yes, 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 well, yes, well, yes, well, yes, what yes, do you all have for me today? The tutorial on apricot versus gooseberry jam. Very good. I wrote a poem about a kitten. Excellent. Madam President Editor, I propose an exclusive editorial with Mommy March. How does she get her hair so shiny? Fascinating, get the inside scoop. I'm calling for an investigation into my missing glove. Nobody cares. We should get into advertising. That's where the money is at. Tell me more. An editorial on best being a sellout. People love controversy. I made a crossword. Slightly less boring. Editorial on crosswords being stupid. Two down, 12 letters. Joe's word of the month last January. Supercilious. Exactly, stupendously right. It was supercilious. Now, what's next? An editorial. Will Mummy March give us tons of money when she dies? Amy, you can't say that. No, she's right. It warrants investigation. She might leave it to charity to people who really need it. We really need it. I think she would leave it to the most appropriate candidate. And that wouldn't be you. I'm the one that goes and reads to her. I think you secretly enjoy it. You just like to grumble. I'm the eldest. So while I'm the youngest. So you'll have Marmy taking care of you for a long while yet. As well as the rest of us. There's only one way to get a conclusive answer. Who volunteers to interview at March? That's what I thought. How about a weekly art competition? Yes. Then Amy would just win every time. It would be nice to have some art, though, along with serious writing. Well, you could do a portrait of me in my new dress. How about a whole series of portraits? Oh, I like it. Chief Illustrator, you're on the case. Oh, but I'm not good at drawing people. Nonsense, you're good at drawing everything. Have the first one on my desk by the start of next quarter, Chief Illustrator. President's Chief Illustrator. Very good. And don't forget to follow up on those apricots. Aye, aye. I can take the interview with Mommy. Good luck. I hear she's notoriously hard to get a hold of. What on earth are you young ladies doing? At work! Pick up my bags! Why aren't the tea things laid out? You didn't know you were coming. Huh. You should always be prepared for me. Well, we were just in the middle of something. <laughs> Josephine, Mr. Lawrence's granddaughter has just arrived next door. She seems like a fine young lady, your own age and educated in Geneva, no less. I spied her with her tutor on my way in. Sounds like a real bore. Ah, well, it's only proper you introduce yourself and it's only proper you make your aunt some tea. I'll be in the waiting in the kitchen. All right. This meeting is temporarily adjourned. Secretary, you can catch us up on the minutes next time. Yes, editor. The Pickwick Club will rebound at its next earliest convenience. believe what happened so i went out for a walk that's nice the trees are so green but also my shoelaces i should have done the night you taught me not next message she doesn't even like trees anyway joe you'll love it it's just marvelous and the location is perfect it's just nestled in between poppers i've never thought of it myself i can't wait until we started did you hear already is that what you're writing can i see what is it a letter a letter it's my new novel oh that's cool can i read some you can leave me in peace to write some you haven't heard yet you won't believe what happened! Can you get me a glass of water, please? Are you alright? Just tired. And thirsty. I'll go get you some water. Hello, Joe. Hi. How are you? I'm old. Well fed now, at least. Did they love the chicken pie? Yes, Greta especially. She was licking her fingers. So your chicken pie is spectacularly delicious. It's just so creamy and... Meg, is that what I think it is? What? Can I see the letter? Oh, this isn't anything important. No, be silly. Give me a look. It's private. It's just Laurie. Laurie? What? Isn't it? Why is Laurie writing to you? She isn't. Were you just at the post box? Where else would I get a letter? No, the post box. Laurie's post box. What are you talking about, Amy? 
telling you earlier. What? You're too busy writing to listen to me. Meg, are you leaving? I'm just going up to my room. Don't you want to hear about the postbox? Fine. Someone please explain this mysterious postbox. Laurie installed a postbox in the hedge between our houses so we can use it to send each other letters. We each get a key. It sounds very lovely altogether. Oh, that's nice. Yes, it's just fantastic. And that's what I was trying to tell you all along, but nobody ever listens to me. Why am I the last to hear about this? Well, I didn't know either. I found Laurie and the postbox on my walk. She wanted it to be a surprise. I found some ribbon for the keys. Well, we'd, we'd better write a thank you letter. With extra kisses at the end. We can tell her about the Hummels. Do we need to put an address on it? Theodora Lawrence. The pretty postbox, the hedge. Perfect. Madam Secretary, are you ready to take the minutes? I have an important proposition. Of course, Madam Editor, go right ahead. I wish to propose the admission of a new member, Theodora Lawrence. Yes, wonderful. I think she'd be a valuable addition. I'm not sure. We've never had a new member. It's always just been us. It's just Laurie, come on. Yeah, she's practically one of us. But what can she contribute? We already have an illustrator and plenty of writers. Laurie has a boot. Good point. And she can speak Italian and French and Latin, of course. Only thanks to her excellent tutor. Oh, enough about Mr. Brooke. We'll put it to vote. All in favour of this motion, please to manifest it by saying aye. I think I should join. Laurie, I was just saying how you should. It's not very democratic to hide in the wardrobe. Well, when I heard there was a position open for your resident rascal, I just couldn't help it. Go with the real rascal sneaking you up here. It was a surprise. I can't keep up with all these surprises. The minutes are a mess. Is Laurie in or not? In. Of course she's in. I suppose we can't say no now. Bizarre. Welcome to the Pickwick Club. Laurie, full name and title, please. You can help me with illustrating if you like, Laurie. Do you have any ideas for pieces you'd like to do? Well, as a matter of fact, I have a story for you already. Delightful. Oh, uh, do tell. It's a tragic tale concerning an innocent young girl and a citrus demon. Intriguing. She just wanted to keep up with her peers. Their once were her once, and this one particular week, it was limes. Oh, glorious limes! No. Hold on a minute. Her generous older sister gave her money, and she bought a big batch of limes. How terrific she must have felt, but her glory was short-lived. When her cruel teacher discovered the stash in her desk, he commanded her to fling them out the window. Every single precious lime, can you imagine? How did you know that? It's quite the scandal. A fall from grace. Oh, that teacher was quite the villain. A juicy tale, wouldn't you say, Laurie? Quite amusing, really. It would make quite the story in print. We're not putting that in the paper, Joe. Of course we're not. How could you even suggest it? I suppose I'm just so used to putting stories in print. Well, you can't put everything in your stories, Joe. Well, I like a story with Aunt March's carriage in it. I can't help but draw from my life. Well, it's my life and they're my lines. Maybe I could write a story about the postbox instead. That's a lovely idea. I was quite curious who the pickles were from. Your grandfather's been sending all sorts of mysterious messages and odd bundles. Maybe we could interview him about it. I don't know about that. Come on, I'll go with you. Okay. Wait, where are you going? Start the investigation. See you all at the next meeting. Oh. Bye. What would you like to do for this issue, Amy? I have nothing. Weren't you drawing earlier? Any more Grecian noses. Well, that's nice. I'll put it in the minutes. Something for our nosy readers. Meg! Meg!
were supposed to be my sister. You betrayed me. I went to the theater, Amy. Don't be such a child. You and Meg, both my betrayers. What's the matter? Amy just can't stand it when I have fun without her. Didn't you think to ask me? Her and Laurie and Meg and Mr. Brooke just went off and left me here on my own. You wouldn't have enjoyed it, Amy. There wasn't even any singing. I'm sure there was only one spare ticket. No, Laurie just wanted me to come. You never want to do anything with me anymore. All you do is trace around with Laurie or write this stupid book of yours. Amy, give that back. Amy, maybe you should give the book to me. Not until she apologises. I'm not apologising! Fine. Amy! Stop! You care more about writing this stupid book than you do about me! Hiding away writing these horrible things. And that Annie character, the horrible little selfish girl that nobody likes, I know you based her off me. Stop! 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 You are a horrid, selfish little girl! I hate you! Sorry. I will never speak to you again. Well, well, well. I'll be sure to keep my opera glasses on Mr. Brooke and Meg for the next one. What happened? Come on, Amy, let's go upstairs. But I... I... Go. Joe? Are you alright? No! What happened? I don't want to talk about it! You sure? We can try and piece it back together. It's probably all awful anyway. You don't say that. You never even got to read it. Well, I still could. Come on. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. It's really not. Okay. Let's, let's just forget about it. Do you want to do something to take your mind off it? I don't know. What about a game of billiards? Maybe another time. I know. Grandfather has got a new telescope. It's a lovely clear night. Let's take it down to the river. It's so dark out. Yes, hence the telescope. Okay, fine. I'll get a scarf. Magnificent. I know we'll be able to find the moon anyway. It'd be really embarrassing if we didn't. <laughs> Come on, let's risk it. to hear the minutes. Go ahead, Beth. Articles outstanding. Proof prints found in the snow near the post box. Dear, wildebeest. Amy, have you investigated yet? No. Okay. Any thoughts in your next editorial? No. We need something for our double page spread. Madam Editor, any grand plans? Writing no longer brings me joy. Madam Secretary, I have been continuously conducting extensive interviews with Mommy about all the important things in life. The perfect compost, a combination of vegetable peels and grass clippings. And just wait until I tell you about all her basket weaving tips. Meg! What? It's actually quite tricky. Although, not quite as tricky as sock darning. Thank you, Meg. Noted in the minutes. Okay. What's oh. next? Oh, I wanted to print the music and lyrics of my new song in the next issue. Any opposition? Great. Oh, Mr. Magpie, why play the bagpipes in print at last? Okay, team, still lots of pages to fill. Have we got any puzzles? Columns. Sudoku. I could do a drawing. Lovely. Don't you think we've seen enough of her cartoons? You're not even contributing anything. Well, we still have lots and lots of room. I'm sure you have plenty of ideas, Joe. I have lots of ideas, Beth. I know. We all have plenty of ideas. Yes! There's so much to explore with the Mommy interview series. Mondays with Mommy. Oh, marvellous Mommy. <gasps> mommy laid. Okay, thank you, Meg. I'm gonna go. But the meeting isn't over. 
Don't mind her, Beth. Just ruining everything as usual. This is childish. Come on, we're having fun. It's not childish, Joe. Just doesn't know how to have fun. I do know how to have fun. That's why I'm leaving. You can't just leave. The meeting hasn't been dismissed. I don't need pretend rules to tell me what to do. Well, none of us do. Okay, good. Goodbye. I'm going ice skating with Laurie. Well, I'm leaving too then. I don't care what you do, but you're not invited. I wish they'd hurry up and be friends again. These things take time. I never know what to do or say when people are fighting. You're very capable, Meg. I don't feel capable of anything. What are you so worried about? Everything. Stop doubting yourself. I have so many doubts and things are moving so quickly now. With Mr. Brooke? What? Mr. Brooke. Or John. I don't really know what you call him. How did you know about us? Meg, everyone knows. Even Marmy? Especially Marmy. I was being so discreet. Meg, it's cold, dark, and miserable at night. Not even Joe would stay out for that long. Well, what do you think of him? Are we well matched? I think you can answer that best. At least tell me what you think of him. He seems lovely. He is. <laughs> He's like a walking encyclopedia too. He seems very smart. Although he doesn't have much money. Neither do we. Do you love him? Of course I love him. I'm just worried that's not enough. He might be worried too. I think everyone worries. But I think that you just have to decide if it's worth it. I think it is. Well, I'm happy for you, Meg. Thank you, Beth. Well, I suppose I'll have to tell everyone officially. <laughs> Great, that'll fill up the remaining pages. I'm sure John would love it. I've been telling him all about the paper. An exclusive interview with the young lovers. I'm usually the one doing the interviewing. Well, it's my turn. Come on, we better clear up. <laughs> How do we always manage to make such a mess? Early. Hi, March. Amy, why aren't you in costume yet? Thanks for coming. We'll just be two tiny minutes. No, it's not like I had any other Valentine's plans. Thank you for making it this year. Well, I'm surely better than the atrocities one sees in the theatre these days. Beth, how's the makeup coming? I feel like a real dragon. Laura, you learned your lines, right? They know me off by heart. Where on earth is Meg? Uh, Joe, I can't find the Sword of Flames. It's in the umbrella stand. Aunt March, you're sitting on the boulder of wisdom. Oh, my. A boulder's no good for my posture. Amy, help us lift that. On it. You know, in my wild youth, I considered the life of a thespian. But then I found God. Right, that's everything set. Positions, everyone. Where's our star? She should be there from the station soon. I specifically told her no dawdling. Dawdling's on Joe's naughty list. It's Valentine's Day. You can't blame her. A young person in love is like a zoo without an animal. Ineffectual. You can say that again. Laura, you have that on backwards. Well, at least I didn't pay. Everyone ready? Meg, finally. Hello, dear. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. You see John off okay? Yes, it was just wonderful. Did he get you a Valentine's present? Actually, I have news. He can wait. Get into position. What is it, Meg? Quiet on set. Is it finally starting? Ready? 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 ready. Oh, delightful. Welcome to the March Theatre for our annual Valentine's production. I'm pleased to introduce the newest cast member, me. Oh! Yes, thank you, thank you. Boy, oh boy, do we have a show for you tonight. A tantalising tale of action and adventure, mystery and romance, written by our extraordinary resident playwright, a Joe March. Yes. We have quite the Yankee Doodle for you all. Plenty of humdingers and whoopy doodle doos. Boy, this might be the most spectacular play you've ever laid your eyes on. Sorry, stick to the script. Without further ado, 
Let me introduce our stars. First up, playing the most villainous villain you'll ever encounter. Why, she's rotten to the core. Give a hand for Amy March. Very good, Amy. And now the brilliant Beth. She is gentle and wise, just like her character. Although she's not actually a dragon. Roar! It's amphibians. And now, fresh from the brave rescue of her sister from the icy depths, a hero on ice. But will she be a hero on stage tonight? Let's meet the dashing prince, Joe March. Oh, very good. And finally, the star of our show. It's a miracle she's even here. It's Meg March. Meg, they should have just given us a program. Let the show begin. I am a tormented queen. My kingdom lies ravished after the perils of the evil war. My corn lies burned, my cattle are crying, and my people hungry. I must find a solution. The time has come. I must go seek the counsel of the great dragon who sits on the boulder of wisdom. It is a long and arduous journey, but I would lay down my life and my calves for the kingdom of Pick Whittington. Oh, dragon! Who goes there who dares disturb the great dragon? Tis I, the queen. Have you not the greatest advisors in all the land? Uh, the war, the war has taken them. Be calm, great queen. You still have your strength. I must save my people. I must find a way. There may be a way. Tell me. It would be a dark and dangerous quest. I'll do it. Just tell me what I must seek. The Sword of Flames. It will solve your sorrows. Set off at once. But be warned, as sure as I sit on my boulder of wisdom, there will be many perils in your path. Not all is as it seems. The queen hurries straight to the fickle forest. I must hurry straight to the fickle forest. Oh. Well, you must be new here. Who are you? I'm a prince. Well, I'm a queen. I've been looking for one of those. I'm very busy on a quest. Don't you think I'm delightfully dashing? Oh, I don't have time for this. Won't you sit and have tea and a scone with a handsome prince? I really must be on. I have to find the Sword of Flames. But you simply must stay with me. Leave me be! Be gone, you stupid prince! Ah! Thank you, kind sir. I hate that arrogant bathroom. Could you tell me the way to the Sword of Flames? Even better, I can take you there. Well, that's it for Act One, folks. You'll have to stick around to see if our lovely Quinn ever finds the Sword of Flames. In the meantime, enjoy the interval. Oh, for the love of God, is there a bar? Finally, that's the last. Now we'll go and tidy the yard. Take a break, you busy bee. Don't forget the milk for the homos this time, Amy. Um, bring over some of the wedding cake. Little Harold was weeping when I left yesterday. Although Greta's still asking for Beth. Don't forget that Dr. Clark will be here to see her tomorrow. Of course I won't. And Dr. Clark adores seeing me. You've been very good, Amy. Hello. Where have you been? The post office. 
Any more books from John? Not that one. The real post office. But anyway. Ours is real. Anyway, I'm getting a story published. Joe, that's amazing. Is it all about me? No, the pickled princess is still in its draft form. When will it be out? In a month, and it's a very reputable magazine. And guess what? I'm getting paid. Well, that's lovely. How much? <clears throat> Holy moly, mother of limes. What are you going to spend it on? Joe, you could get your very own typewriter. I thought I could put it towards Beth's trip. You don't have to do that, Joe. We've sorted that out between Marmy's extra work and John and I's contribution. This will just help it happen faster. I think the sea air would be good for her. We can all discuss it later. There's nothing to discuss. Anyway, is Beth awake? I'm going to tell her the news. She's reading. Great. Can I tell her with you? Of course. Don't excite her too much. We won't. You came so quickly. Of course. I got your note. I wasn't sure if you would. It's been a while. I still check it occasionally, just in case. I thought I might be the only one still left with a key. I've never been one for losing things. You never have. So, you wanted to talk to me about something? Yes. Well? I don't know how to start. I'm sorry. I know this will change things. It's okay, Joe. Um, I know it's time for change. We're adults now. Meg is John and even Amy is making plans and I need to start thinking about the future. I know, Joe. Uh, I've been thinking the same thing. I hope you understand. I've been keeping this to myself for a while. You can tell me anything. You know that. I know. I've suspected for a while. You have? For years, if I'm honest. What? Ever since we met, I felt like we were different from everyone else. And as we grew older, we grew together, not apart and I trust you more than anyone in the world. Sorry. There were times when I thought something might like even last spring or after the wedding when we were eating cake in your attic but I wasn't sure. There were so many people and I love your sisters but they're everywhere. I suppose they are. Anyway I love you. Joe. Um... Oh. Sorry. You're, you're so dear to me. So you, you, you don't. You're my, you're my best friend in the world. And you're mine. Which is why we would be so happy, Joe. Doesn't it feel right to you? I'm sorry, Laurie, but it doesn't. Because you're not gay? No, because you'll only ever be a friend to me. Oh. I'm sorry if you thought- And why the note? Why the postbox? Why did you ask me here? I'm having my novel published. Oh. I wanted you to be the first person I told. Well, I always thought it was great. You always believed in it. Congratulations. It's this big publisher in New York. Wow. It's all still in early stages. I've just started my correspondence with the editor, so there's still changes to be made and contracts to be signed. I didn't want to tell anyone until it was certain. I don't even know how to begin to negotiate a contract. I'm sure you'll figure it out. And I'll, I'll still be right next door to help. Laurie, I'm moving to New York. What? I have to go, it just makes sense. You're just gonna up and leave your family? It hasn't been an easy choice. I've been trying to decide for weeks. And you didn't think to tell me? I had to figure it out for myself. I thought we told each other everything. I tell you everything. It just seemed like the right time. What? To abandon everything? Make something of my life. I always thought we would do that together. We can't do everything together. We need to lead our own lives. In New York, I'll be a full-time writer. It's what I've always wanted. Did you ever think of asking me to come with you? I'm going. Lori, please. Good luck with everything.
March, you rogue niece. Where are your sisters? Meg and Beth had to go down to the bakery. Didn't they know I was coming? Of course not. We never know when you're coming. Oh, that is exactly how I like it. Well, I'm sure they won't be long. Uh, well, well, in the meantime, we can have a nice little chat, woman to woman. Well, sit down, girl. Entertain me. Uh, the weather has been most ambiguous recently. Precisely my thoughts. One doesn't know what sort of attire to be venturing out in. Well, I like your attire, Aunt March. Flattery! That will get you absolutely nowhere. Although this garment does make me feel as festooned as a yule pheasant. That's nice. Uh, anyway, uh, tell me about your sister. Which one? We, we may as well start with the eldest. She's pregnant. Oh dear, poor thing. Oh, she seems so happy about it. They always are at the start. Did you hear that Joe's in New York? Oh, that girl. I think it'll suit her. I don't doubt it. It always was a city of total fantasy. I've never been. Yeah, you've never been anywhere, dear. That's the problem with being poor. Well, if I could go, I'd go to Paris like Laurie. Oh, seems like everyone's off gallivanting. Lucky them travelling the world. Well, you know, at, at least the pair of them are no longer scrambling around each other like mongrel puppies. Don't have to worry about that anymore. Huh? Well, Amy, I hope you're scrapped on scrambling after them as well. You know, you're getting grown up now, Amy. I suppose I am. Well, what are you going to do with yourself? I want to be an artist. Then you'll need to marry someone wealthy. You know, beggars can't be painters, darling. I like to mention. And don't expect me to leave you all my money, even if you are my favourite. Well, I'm sure Jo will make a fortune. I can lean on her. <laughs> Miracles do happen. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'd best be heading off. Well, you stay until the others get back. Heavens no. Uh, but tell them I was sorry to miss them. <laughs> well, of course. It's it's always lovely to see you, dear. You too, Aunt March. As soon as I get Daisy to sleep, then Demi's awake and wakes her up, and then they're both crying, and it's a vicious cycle. I haven't had a full night's sleep in weeks. I mean, look at the bags under my eyes. They're not that bad. God, they're ghastly, Margaret. I know. It's like they're both always vying for my attention and I can't take care of either properly. If it had just been one child... Oh, that's the problem with children. They always come in herds. There'll be no more after this. Huh? That's what your mother said after she had you. Well, uh, I'm glad she kept going. She never had twins. Twins are a total nightmare. I could help you out. I don't think do all day anyway. Don't be ridiculous. Ridiculous, Elizabeth. You are an ailing woman. Hello, ladies. Laurie. Finally, a specimen of the gentry. How are the kids, Meg? Keeping well, but keeping me active. Ha! <laughs> Babies. Any news from Joe? She's still loving New York, writing away. Heaps and heaps according to her letters. That's nice. It's time she came home and stopped courting pseudo-intellectualism. Well, she'll be home for Easter, actually, and it'll be nice to see her. Oh, I'm glad she still has some sense of tradition. I think I might just lie down for a little bit. I'll go up with you. No, no, it's fine. Don't mind me. Are you sure? I just need a little lie down. I'll see you later. Bye, Beth. I'd better head home, then. Lord knows, but John will try to start teaching the girls Latin if I'm away for too long. I wouldn't worry too much. He never managed to teach me. I think the student was more to blame than the teacher there. Too impish for Cicero. Don't be so observant, you two. Okay, see you all soon. Bye, Meg. Wait, Margaret, I'll accompany you. I wish to leave the imp and my favourite niece in peace. So, um, I actually got you these. 
Lori, you shouldn't have. Oh, these are such beautiful pencils. Well, I was getting some ink for myself anyway. Oh, but these are the ones that March has. Brucens? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I needed ink when I was in Paris. Oh, they're so beautiful. Things are beautiful in Paris. I can just imagine. Oh, you'd love it, Amy. Big, gorgeous parties, bookstores by the Seine, and painters in the street. It's a place for an artist. Can I draw you? What? I just really wanted to use them. I thought you usually do still life. Well, sit still then. You can breathe, Laurie. <laughs> can I scratch my nose? Absolutely not. How are you finding them? Can you tilt your head a little bit? Like this? More towards me. Right. I thought Beth seemed in good form today. She sat up the whole time I was talking to her. She has good days and bad days. Well, this seems like a good day. Uh, we'll be bringing her back down in the evening. I can stick around if you like. Thank you. That'd be nice. Of course. Is it finished? Hmm. You can stop posing. Can I see? No, I'm not used to the pencil. Please. Another time, I promise. I'll hold you to that. You didn't have to do that. It's nothing. You're very good. I think it's due to clear up later. That's good. You have to iron along the crease. What? The crease, iron along it. Oh. Here, like this. Ah, uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Did Marmy teach you properly? I probably wasn't paying attention. Hello? How are the homos doing? Fine. Hello, Laurie. Hi. Did Harold like his new blanket? Of course. He gave us both a big hug. It was very sweet. How's Greta? All grown up now, Joe. She just finished school. Wow. Laurie, will you get the chair ready? What are you doing? It's nearly four. Beth. Amy, will you help me bring her down? Will I make some tea? She only drinks water. Okay, I can walk from here. Are you sure? Here's your cushion. Are you comfortable? That's great. Thank you. How are the Hummels? Good. Asking after you as always. And Laurie, how's your lovely grandfather keeping? Just fine. Pottering around as usual. He's taken up fly fishing, would you believe it? Never too late to get a new hobby. You should see him in his new gear, big wellies and all. He looks ridiculous. I can imagine. Right. The next chapter looks exciting. No. No, let's talk. Are you sure? I want to hear more about New York. We'll read in a little while then. Well, Madam Editor, give us the latest news from the New York branch. Oh, well, there's not much new to report. Too famous to talk? Hardly. Although it is nice going into a bookshop and seeing my name there. I'd say so. What a thrill. There's this music shop near the publishers. Mountains of sheet music. You'd love it. That sounds perfect for me. I think Daisy is taking after you, Beth. She's constantly singing. You should ask Mr. Lawrence if she can play his piano. I'm sure he'd like to see it in use. Um, I'd better wait a few years until she's learned some manners. Although some people never do. Hey! How did you know I was talking about you? You were always the one leaving paint prints everywhere, especially on the dinner table. Our very own resident illustrator. That paint was put to good use, and it's nice to have a newspaper printed in full colour. And now you're a real artist. 
You'll have to try hard to retrieve her former glory. If true, I was renowned. <laughs> Among our extensive readership. It's a pity the papers were for club members only. Well, I always gave one to Marmy. I was proud of my poems. And your music? I particularly like the lyrical structure of the Ballad of the Socks. Thank you, Madam Editor. Madam President Editor. Quite right, Chief Illustrator. Our final Easter issue was particularly sumptuous. Is that the one with the um, egg-themed crossword? Eight across, ten letters. Italian spinach. What on earth was that? Florentine. Of course. Issue 64's crossword was particularly challenging, Meg. I was sick of pandering. Well, Madam Secretary, what do you propose for our next issue? Madam Editor? I'd like to call for an investigation into this new iron. Justly noted. Amy, any editorials? How to stop the squirrels outside from frowning at me? They can't be frowning at you. They are. At least there's this one nasty fellow. <laughs> and I insist on an interrogation of him immediately. Amy, you'll have to draw up an artist's impression of the perpetrator for our investigators. I have some interesting observations on the nature of teething. Horrendously boring. Utterly awful. Why would you do that to us, Meg? Hey! Next. I have some new poems I've written. More kitten sonnets, I hope. Well, actually, they're about us. Lovely, Beth. It makes me happy thinking about things we've done. It'll be a lovely issue. Our best yet. You say that every time. And every time she's right. Anything else for the minutes? I think that's everything. And this general meeting of the Pickwick Club is hereby adjourned. Will I get you more water, Beth? No, I'm, I'm fine. Will I read the next chapter for you? Do you need to be getting home soon? I'll stay another while. Will we just sit then? All right. I think I've abandoned my ironing for the evening anyway. As you should. Yes, that's nice. Let's just sit for a while. You must be there at quarter to eleven, because we commence at eleven sharp. Please dress suitably. I told you, I don't play bridge. Of course you don't, Josephine. You'll be serving the tea and cake. If I must. Oh, you should be grateful I'm keeping you occupied. Oh, hello. Laurie! How are you? Good, kid. Is Amy home yet? Not yet. I'm just on my way over to your grandfather. I'm helping him get rid of the piano. I still don't think he should. He's made his decision. I best be off to Lou, ladies. Can I get you anything? I'm fine. Actually, tea would be nice. I think the kettle's still hot anyway. So. Perfect. Thank you. 
Have you been writing? I've been trying to. It must be harder here. There's a lot to think about. I'm sure Mommy's glad to have you around. I know. Especially with Amy busy painting. She needs the distraction, like all of us. How have you been coping? It's not as bad now. Daisy and Demi always brighten our days up and Mommy loves having them around. And it's nice to be home, but... House feels different now, doesn't it? It does. I don't know if I can do this forever. Are you thinking of going back? I don't want to be selfish. You're not selfish, Joe. I thought you thought I was. Not anymore. Not for a long time. I missed you in New York. I missed you here. We hardly spend time together. I didn't think you wanted to. You always seem so busy. Yes, but always in this house. You seem to belong here more than me now. Nonsense. You're the one who made me part of the furniture. Well, you make quite the elegant footstool. <laughs> no need to be a hat stand about it. They seem to have made good use of you anyway. I'm always glad to be around the March family. You seem quite settled. I am. Grandfather and I are finally agreeing now. We've been renovating the old stables together. The house is starting to feel a little less like a museum. Bet you'll finally get that billiards room you always wanted. <laughs> Maybe one day yet. And across our kitchen. <laughs> My Paris days are far behind me. Never thought I'd hear you say that. Quiche Lorraine is overrated anyway. I wish I could be as happy here. You might just still have some travelling to do. I miss New York. Of course. It sounds like your whole writing world is there. And there's someone I want to go back to. Is it serious? I think it could be. We met her at a university. She's a professor there. Frida. I went to an open lecture and it turns out we live a block away from each other. Although, only more, obviously. Have you kept in touch? We've been writing to each other. She wants to know if I'm coming back. Will you? Seems too soon to leave. I need to be here for my family. I understand. Thank you, Laurie. Of course. It's good to talk about it with someone. I've always been quite the conversationalist. Will you come over someday and see how the stables are getting on? I'd like that. And you can tell Meg and Amy to stop criticising my colour scheme. Mm, well, I'll wait until I see it. No, we just invite you for your company. Present time for you all. Amy, dear, Merry Christmas. Not March. It's festive. Very becoming of a lady. The Milner couldn't believe when I commissioned it, but only the best for my niece. Exquisite. Oh, simply exquisite. You look quite dashing. <laughs> Here's my gift, Aunt March. It's only something small. How sweet. Will you be donning a beard tonight? Pardon? Please tell me you won't be indulging in that St. Nicholas nonsense. Please, that'll be John. If you must, but I think one should always bequeath the gift directly. Speaking of which, Josephine? What? Hand it over. This one's all the rage in New York. Free to help me pick it out. A woman of taste. Oh, speaking of women of taste, Amy, dear? This is from Laurie and me. The two of you, you absolutely should have. Amy, dear, you have outdone yourself this year. And Laurie. Amy picked it out, really. I do hope you continue with these communal presentations. Just marvellous. Their level of skill is offensive to me. Mm, no need to be such an old married couple. <laughs> well, now that you mention it. Laurie! Now seems as good a time as any. Oh, well, okay then. Uh, oh Lord, pray for me in this next moment. We're engaged! <laughs> we just decided yesterday. Oh, what will my Milner say? Have you thought about a date? Absolutely not. We're not in any rush. 
I insist I provide the champagne. Top notch. And I know an excellent violinist. I'm sure I could pull a few strings to get it organized. I always thought Beth would play at my wedding. I know. Mm. Beth certainly loved weddings. She had such fun at ours. Remember when Marmy got up and started dancing on the table and, and dragged Beth up with her? Laughing like a pair of flamingos. It sure provided a distraction for Joe and Laurie to steal the cake. We didn't steal the cake. We only took the leftovers. Well, we caught you sneaking into the house with it later. You can't prove anything. You lot were halfway through Aunt March's sherry. No, my specialty. Well, I've always maintained that sherry sharpens the sentences. It was so nice to have everyone together for once. Mm, I wish I could do it again once more. It is a wonderful memory. At my age, you have many, many memories. Some sweet, some sad, some simply scandalous. And I hope that when I'm gone, I know, I know, you'll have many memories with which to keep me alive, including this one. Now, we have an engagement to celebrate. You're here. Meg, there's a bottle of sherry in the bottom cupboard. Um, I think this is the perfect moment for us all. Quick, get the sherry. Little Women. Hi, I'm Ruby Thomas and I play Meg. Hello, I'm Juliet Arpach and I play Joe. I'm Alice Kennedy and I play Beth. My name is Robin Mark Cavanagh and I play the part of Amy. Hi, I'm Tara and I play Laurie. Hello, my name is Patricia O'Reilly and I play your favourite spinster, Aunt March. Adapted by Shuka Vakanil and Robin Gill. Directed by Aoife Daly and Maylee He. Dramaturgy by Aoife Daly. Music by Jilly McGrath. Editing by Robin Gill and Trick of Publicity by Megan Ibahuna. Special thanks to DU players and all of the original crew.